I'm Penny. I'm a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I've been a member since 1968. The, um, how I got, I got here because I drank a lot. And prior to my drinking, I was not a happy camper. I was born in Canada. I was brought to the United States at 18 days old and adopted. And my, my mother was an artist and my father was a lawyer. And they were pretty much not involved. I grew up with live in help. And as soon as the live in help uh, became um, it, so involved with the children that they that it was obvious we loved them so much, they would get fired. And I grew up believing that anybody I loved would leave. The, um, and you know, it's funny when I came in, when I came into AA and I knew I was insecure, I had no idea why. I couldn't, I, you know, we can't put things together right away. And uh, we deal with um, insecurities and, and fear and self-centeredness, not even knowing that that's what it was until all of a sudden it hits us in the eye through some situation that we go through in sobriety and come to a realization, oh my gosh, that's what it is. Anyway, the, um, in the growing up period, I went back and forth between public schools and private schools. I was fortunate enough to go to boarding school to get away from my mother when I was in the 11th grade. And not too long after I graduated, I went to business school and went to work and got married. I always say I ran away from home twice, once going away to school and, and once getting married. That was the way I got away. Um, my drinking began by um, getting very, very drunk, puking my guts out, having a hangover that lasted three days, and swearing I would never do it again. I was 16 years old. 
I was away from home visiting an aunt in Colorado. And she just said to me, have you ever been high? And I said, no. And she said, you want to find out what it's like? And I said, sure. <laughs> I, was, I was always game for anything. I was a daredevil kid. And I was always getting into trouble. My... Um, My marriage was um, to a party guy. We were party people. Um, there, were, there was never any drugs involved. And I was afraid of drugs. And I, I can't tell you why, except I was always told that drugs were dangerous. Any drug, aspirin. That you read, you read, you always read the prescription twice before you use it. So you don't use it improperly. So drugs were not, were not a part of my drinking career. And they weren't around, to be honest. They, they just weren't around the, the people that I hung out with. Um, as time went on, between the ages of 20 and 28, I had seven children. And, and my life was totally unmanageable. I was drinking every night. Um, I was afraid to drink in the daytime because I had all of this responsibility on my shoulders. So I drank at night after my husband got home. And of course he drank with me. He just never got as drunk as I did or it never affected him the way it did me. And we moved several times. We had terrible financial problems. When I was 20, my parents died. And what had happened is my dad hung himself in the University of Michigan psychiatric ward on suicide watch. And we were in Oklahoma and had to get back to Michigan. And by the time I got back to Michigan, my mother had gone out in the garage and hung herself. And believe me, I didn't know how to deal with it. So alcohol came in very handy. And, and during my drinking years, one of my best drinking friends was a gal whose parents that same weekend that my parents died there was a terrible snowstorm in Vermont where they lived and, and the fire trucks got stuck in the snow going to her house and her parents burned up. And let me tell you, we were a couple of crying drunks at about 11 o'clock at night, going through all the woes of our, of our past. And, 
And I never healed from that. Never healed from it drinking. By the time I had been sober a couple of years, that, that was all gone. I had healed from it. The, um, the time that I spent um, in my life wishing things were different or if only or what if um, were prevalent. And, and we moved to Virginia and I thought things would be different and they weren't. And within 30 days, I called AA. And the lady on the phone, I asked her, I said, I don't want to stop drinking and still be miserable. And I don't want to stop drinking and go back to the person I was before I drank because that was not a happy individual. Can you end up being something totally, getting something totally different? And she said to me, she said, dear, AA is an individual program and each individual gets out of it exactly what they need. And I was so grateful for that. I went to my first meeting and all I could think of is what's with all this praying? People really believe in God. I didn't realize I was in the Bible Belt. And, and I just didn't know how on earth I was going to be able to do a lot of stuff. But what I did is I made up my mind I wasn't going to drink. And I would do what I understood for a year. And at the end of that year, I would reevaluate things. And if things were better, I would stay on. And if they weren't better, I'd have to figure out something else, some other way. And my first month in AA was bitching a lot. I complained a lot about how do people believe that stuff? And I'd walk out of meetings on, on the second step, third step, sixth step, seventh step, just shaking my head and say, I just, I just don't understand how people buy that. I had grown up in the Unitarian Church and I had, I had never believed in a God. I can remember asking my dad when I was a kid, do you have to believe in God? And he said, absolutely not. And I was so relieved. So I just didn't know how I'd get this, but I complained enough so that other people in the program, 
that were non-believers helped me along. And they helped me find, um, they, what, what happened was they gave me a book that redefined love. And it defined love as being patient, kind, courteous, generous, good-tempered, unselfish, with guilelessness, sincerity, and humility. And that gave me, and, and in this um, book, it talked about practicing these things, just practicing them, because with practice, you get better at it. And I started trying to do that. And, and what that had done for me is it differentiated love from lust as an adult. And, and I started trying to use those things. And you know, what happened was my relationships got better. My life got better and I got better. And over the years, I think I have grown. I have come out of that self-centered, um, entitled, not very nice person into being okay with myself. And when I would, when I would try to use the, the qualities of being a loving person, the results were to me just damn near miraculous. So what it did is it reinforced my belief into continued doing that. And I had to reword the steps um, to a point <laughs> where I got to a point where I, I really think step six, which states become ready to have God remove these defects of character. Um, to think that it's really asking me the question, do I wanna become a loving person or do I wanna stay an asshole? And I hear people say constantly in meetings, oh, I wanna take, take back all my defects. I never did. I never decided that I wanted to stay an asshole. And for that, I'm grateful. And the, um, the results, I live with a peaceful heart. And I've lived with a peaceful heart for a lot of years. When, when I get frightened and react badly, I don't feel good about it. Then I'm in chaos until I try and write it.
and and I don't like living in chaos. I was used to it when I came into AA and I I became free of it um, for periods of time and I like it that way. So it's all been, sobriety to me has been reinforced along the way that it's better, a lot better. Had I, um, had I made a list of, of things that would lead me to a perfect life, that first year I came into AA, I would have sold myself so short. So many things that I thought I could never do. And I began to try and I became amazed at what I could do. My life has been, it changed, it's changed a lot. I went through a divorce. I was remarried. I went through the death of my brother to this disease. Um, I've, uh, I've had a lot of friends die. The, um, my, my second husband died. And people in AA just walk through all the joys and all the pain with me. I was never alone. And I'm very, very grateful. Thanks. <laughs>